Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Rating Arizona Beers, brought to you by Kings Beer and Wine, located in Central and Thomas. In Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix. Beautiful, beautiful place. Yeah, if you're a beer nerd, beer lover, craft beer connoisseur, um, get your way down over to Kings. I mean, it is the spot to be, definitely. It's amazing. And they also have, I, I feel like I always forget to talk about this, uh, they have wine. They've got a lot of, like, what Mark, uh, the owner, uh, comes from a wine, the wine world. So he knows his shit. Uh, and wine and uh, distilling, too. Yeah. Yeah. They don't distill here, no. but uh, maybe Mark, Mark, when we start with distilling, <laughs> King's Beer and Distilling. <laughs> yeah, so wine, mead, um, ciders. So, yep. I mean, they, they kind of run that gam- gambit and do it well, uh, yep. extremely well. Uh, dare I say the best in, in Arizona as yeah. far as a bottle shop and tap room is concerned. I'll give it to them. Yeah, for sure. So today we're going to be doing uh, a beer out of Helton Brewing Company. This is a classic from Helton Brewing Company. Yeah. This is one of their core beers. It's called Boysenberry Sour. It is coming in at 6.7% ABV. It is a sour with boysenberry. Simple Which is interesting. Very. I, I, so, um, first of all, so Helton Brewing Company is a stone's throw away from King's Beer Wine. Actually, it's only a few miles from, from King's. Oh, that's right. That's real close. Yeah. It's, it's very, very close to King's. Um, yeah, just a stone's throw away. And uh, obviously, Helton is a really, really cool not only person, but the brewery there itself is is pretty damn amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I think a very, very smart individual uh, purchasing a very massive facility with yes. the uh, intent to distribute, which he just started doing not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the he laid the framework for that many, 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 many years ago. So yeah. to see that actually come to fruition is a really cool thing. Just a well liked, well respected dude in the in the beer community too. Brian Helton is like, I mean, you don't ever. I, I, I'm sure Brian. There are times when you're in the back and you're not smiling, but every time you see him, he's got that big smile on his face. You know, yeah. it's hard to see through the beard these days, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I uh, I'm sure that people who have listened to you know multiple episodes of the show um, know that uh, I'm a fan of Brian Helton. So yeah, <laughs> it's definitely. no secret. Uh, go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna. I'm just can art once again. I always get get just blown away by can art and and the can art that helton started to do because i remember early on uh when he was canning it was pretty basic labels yep. right with his like h on it um i think he even did a lot of bottling but when he started canning and doing these wrapped cans uh he brought on cory miller cory with a k uh k-o-r-y um dude does incredible stuff like this dude like the the can order on this is i mean there's a skull with like red blood river coming down you know it's it's badass yeah. it really is it's really cool i mean and they're so basically all of the um hilton beers when you see them they have a, a wrap on them not a sticker and so when you see them on the shelf you'll immediately know it's a hilton beer and it's matte it's got that matte it's, it's not matte, shiny it's right. like yeah that's and cool. the really cool thing i don't know if you knew, re- realize that it has the h in the bloody yeah ri- yeah so in the bloody river in the bloody river so. <laughs> anyways a uh, boysenberry sour i don't know what is a boysenberry i was just gonna ask you that because on the front in the front it just looks like a raspberry right uh but a boysenberry is probably just you know a similar berry <laughs> yeah and i'm not sure why they chose boysenberry uh to do a sour but um hey whatever what works Oh, he's going to find out what a boy. Yeah, because I'm I mean, sure. Let's see. So, we're, we're, oh, I, it's a cross between a European raspberry and a common blackberry. 
So it's a raspberry and blackberry. So oh, and an American dewberry and uh, a Loganberry. Oh, man. Okay. This now you just named like, two more yeah. berries. So we're going to go down the rabbit hole where we're going to have to keep asking the machine, okay, what the what hell is a Loganberry? Logan okay. And it's going to say another berry. We're going to be like, okay, what is that berry? Yeah. So it's but, a boysenberry. It's all, you know, it's all one of itself. Let's get the boysenberry. I do credit. like the raspberry and the blackberry combination. Um, you know, that I think that makes makes sense then so we get boysenberry yeah yeah i like it so definitely and uh helton is now is doing distributing and has hooked up to do some distribution in arizona and it's yeah, everywhere it is it's cool seeing that it's cool to see uh you know some local sours really yeah. right highly or like widely available right there's right. been a handful that have you know my go-to is always the college street uh, I always, I mean, I recommend this beer all the time and I can never remember the name. <laughs> it's the blueberry sour, the Bordeaux or whatever it's called. Uh, it's, it's college street out of uh, Lake Havasu. Lake Havasu. They do a blueberry sour that's available pretty much everywhere. That's fantastic. So it's cool to see another, uh, you know, there's a handful of other ones out there now like neonic, uh, but it's cool to see some local sours uh, yep. on the shelves for sure. And that, you know, this is one of their core beers. So you'll always see it. For sure. And this beer does come in a, a, a what I'd call unfiltered, uh, you call that like a reddish orange? Yeah, like an orange. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it's a little bit, it goes onto the side of red more than yellow. Yeah, right? yeah. So I would so. say like a, it's a reddish orange. And then actually the uh, the head on that does come in a little bit of, a, has a pink t- hue to it with tight compact bubbles. So it does look unfiltered um, as well. So it's not completely bright or clear. But that's common with sours. Is yeah, that common for with sure. sours? Yeah, yep, for sure. Yeah, I, you know, in a sour, you probably don't want to uh, filter out the uh, the brett or whatever sour you're ah, using, you know, gotcha. using to sour it. Sure, take strip the flavor from it. What do they so. use for sours? Right, because that's that's I love sours. Right, I love Jester King sours. I love spontaneous fermentation, yeah. uh, and I want everybody to make them, but they can't. Yeah, right. So. Sure. What what do people do instead? Because you, you can't make them because it'll infect the the system, right? You got to be ridiculously thorough with your cleaning and systems to separate one from the other. Sure. So what do people do to get to be able to do this? So 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 we're Jester King and where we're at with Boysenberry are two completely different uh, sours, right? Okay. So sure. um, Jester King and say your traditional sours are actually all naturally inoculated by wild yeast okay yep. so they kind of are like yeast wrangler or um i'm sorry yeah yeast wranglers for the most part yeah um they will go out and bacteria wranglers so they there's the flora and the bacteria whatever in the building that they captured a long time ago and they keep reusing and stuff like that put it in a barrel and let it naturally inoculate inoculate yeah so yeah. And, and that a lot of times uh gives it to me is almost a it's almost like a nail polish kind of ah. a thing going on with them. Does so, you say you not like it, them? Oh, no, 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 no. So, okay, so okay. what happens is that's your regularly barrel fermented, and we're talking you know, years in, in a barrel to yeah. get this fermentation and get this souring process naturally done. Um, and then what they do is they blend their sours. So, ah. so they'll blend from batch to batch and, and then get a certain flavor profile that they want. Sometimes they'll add fruit additions. A lot of times they won't. A lot of times they'll go with the base sour yeah. and just go with that. So the blending process does change that profile. Okay. Um, you could tell a fresh sour that's never been blended when you do get like that really strong um, chemical kind of like uh, nail polish kind of thing going. And interesting. You're just like, okay. But like Jester King's a whole different. Yeah. That's yeah. a whole different ball game. That's, so is the nail polish is if you jack it up, or is it is that 
It's not. It's not necessarily jacking it up. It's just not taking the time and effort to do your blending. Okay. Okay. A lot gotcha. of these are like almost like wine or spirits. Uh, we're doing like a Solara kind of program where you're taking from batch to batch and then, you know, reintroducing fresh wort into a sour to let it re-sour. Uh, okay, even yeah. you're not taking everything out of it. You're just taking a little bit from each batch and blending them, and then adding fresh wort into each one of them to Beautiful. let it keep going. Now this one here it would be a call. We call it a kettle sour where it is uh, soured by introducing bacteria. I'm not sure what bacteria they use, but um, a lot of Brettanomyces is really popular. Some people um, use yogurt, that, right? Yeah, yogurt. Store-bought yogurt, yep. right? Yep, that's a uh, really good. Bellies does have some really good uh, bacteria in it that are perfect for kettle souring. Okay. I, I've used it quite a bit. Uh, mango, uh, good bellies. Is, ah, is the best thing to use. Yeah, But yeah, literally, you get it up to like 100 degree temperature where that likes to live where the bacteria likes to live and will we'll sour your beer yeah and let it go for 24 48 hours just keep checking the ph you want your ph probably if you're going to add a really sharp um a really sharp fruit like say like a citrus or something like that yeah you probably want your ph around 3.5 3.6 okay. maybe 3.7 um sometimes you let it go really low you know 3.2 3.3 get real real puckering kind of yeah. sour <laughs> and then you kind of just kill off the you just heat it, heat it back up, boil it, yeah. kill off all the bacteria, and you could introduce hops at that time. You know, just different okay. things like that. Excellent. So, so anyway, yeah, it was long drawn out. That was good. That was good. That was more for my own personal because uh, <laughs> I, I love sours and I want to learn more and more about them. So, so let's get a dry bar room. You don't get real like you don't get the tartness. No. Yeah. yeah no tartness. Almost just it seems like a like a ale, like a some sort of like a blonde ale. Or it's like, like a clean. You definitely do get berry. I don't know yeah. if it's a specific yeah. berry, though. Um, to me, more raspberry than anything. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, more raspberry than anything. And it is, like you said, it's it's clean, but not necessarily, you don't really get that, that bread smell, like yeah. that sour like kind of with smell. With that too. blueberry uh, sour from uh, College Street, when you put that in a glass, you smell it like, ooh, all right. It's going to be sour. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be sour, yeah. So, yeah, no, definitely the aroma is really clean and fresh. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's very inviting. So, get a taste on it. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. As he just downed yeah. the whole glass. <laughs> I get apple. Like, right away. I don't know why I get a taste of, like, an, uh, like a Granny, and I don't, Granny Smith apple. Really? But something maybe a little more of, like, a soury apple. Hmm. Interesting. Apple. Hmm. To me. It could be, uh, it could be berry, too. To me, I get. For some reason, I get like goza. Ah, a little saltiness. A little, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see I that. I get kind of like goza character to it. Like kind of like that salty, um, sharp sourness that it goes away pretty quick. So like to me, traditional sours kind of, well, are very complex. Yeah. And they kind of sit on your tongue and you could kind of just pick out a bunch of different crazy flavors from them and they're wild and it's like your brain's just going shooting off all these messages (laughs) yeah so these are kettle sours are traditionally kind of almost one note where it hits you it dries it out and just goes away yeah that's good explanation yeah so to me that's what it is it kind of has that like a little bit of a salty character to it a little bit of a berry character dries you out and then gone yeah so that what do you want to do after that happens I want to drink more. I want to drink more. (laughs) (laughs) So damn you, Brian. (laughs) Wizard. He is the the wizard. wizard. The beard does mean something Mm. beyond the brewing. So it's really good. 
Kettle sours are quick churns, so that's something they could do quickly. How quickly? Like how long does it take from anywhere from twenty four to forty eight hours? Probably. Okay. Um, you know, you don't. You have to keep checking your pH. Uh, Wait, what do you mean twenty four forty hours? Like you to brew sour, a sour it. So you brew a sour, and within three days you could release that beer. No, no. Oh, so, okay, okay. So I mean, just to sour it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you, you make a wort. Um, you, you make a wort, okay. which is your pre pre beer, right? It's just your sweet sugar water. Sugar water. Yeah. So you, you make that, and then you get that about a hundred degrees, and then introduce your bacteria ah. to sour that beer. Okay. Okay. And keep checking pH levels, and then once that beer, I'm sorry, once that uh, wort is soured, then you go ahead and start your beer making okay. process. Gotcha, gotcha. And okay. then you go, you go boil and add hops and, and yeah. do stuff like that. And then you know, obviously here, then he's adding you know uh, fruit, uh, whether it's puree or whatever they're doing with it yeah. nowadays, um, to the back end after it's done. So nice. it's but really good, man. Solid beer. I mean, I've had this beer on and off for. A long time. I, I don't know. Probably what the past four years he's been. Yeah, yeah at least. Yeah, yeah. So, because um, he didn't have a sour for a while, he right? Didn't for a couple of years, like he, yeah, yeah. So was this an introduction uh, of uh, who brought this beer in? Uh, what do you mean? Like who? Uh, who was a head brewer? Oh, that's brought? a good question. I, I think Rob was Rob at the time. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Rob. So then we're talking about like a uh, chef, a chef. Yeah, good point. So yeah. you know, you kind of. That sours are like perfect for chefs. I mean, yeah. it's like just introducing fruit, you know, and introducing different flavors into beer. Yeah. You know, but. Makes sense. Definitely a, a clean, crisp sour. If you're into sours, this is a great start, starter sour Absolutely. for you. Easy to find. Uh, I mean, I always recommend trying it at the tap room itself, you know, experience mm -hmm. and, you know, just what I, what's really cool about <clears throat> Helton is, you know, getting to kind of peek behind the curtain a little bit. Uh, you know, he would take us in the back and show us those serving tanks. Yeah. Right. So he's got the tanks that are, that the beer comes a direct draw from these tanks and these lines are what? three foot to maybe five foot long yeah so it's a short it's like the freshest you can get in beer so uh i recommend going to the tap room uh but uh you know king's beer and wine has it i mean it's everywhere you right. see it everywhere you see it at sprouts i see it at fries, uh, fries. yep mm -hmm. yep so uh yeah that's uh, and like you said it's a great point uh go to the tap room and of course brian will probably be sitting across from you uh, having some beer yeah <laughs> and so you can always uh, go pick his brain but for sure uh really cool dude yep. um I haven't been over there in quite a while, so I'm gonna have to make my way back out to Helton. Yeah. And if you're ever in the area, um, come down to Kings, have a couple beers, go over to Helton, have a couple more, have some food, take some stuff with you for home, for sure. And uh, tell Kings Beer and Wine that you heard about them from the show, and they'll give you a Arizona Beer Book class. Woo. Boom! Yeah, so that's a sweet gig. Uh, we're trying to, you know, just to see who's watching the shows. Um, trying to throw some support our way, throw it King's way. Uh, you down to yeah. King's, pick up some beers, of course, you know, and then just let them know, hey, um, watching the the show and enjoying the uh, reviews, and you'll get yourself a glass. Boom. So nice, love it. We didn't grade this thing. Let's do it. Nine. It's a nine for me. Yeah, I would say yeah, I'd go eight point nine. Now, so we're we're grading against kettle sours. Oh, kettle sours, yeah. right? Okay. All right, we definitely, uh, yeah. This is a different category. Would not want to. You don't obviously not against a traditional yeah. sour. Yeah. So yeah. just kettle sours. Yeah, definitely go. I would go eight point nine on it for sure. Clean, refreshing. Yeah, just easy drinking sour. 
I've found too. So this is a little little pointer for you: is is if you have friends that say they don't like beer, uh, and you have some friends that that like wine, this sours I have I have found uh, even more kettle sours than. Yes, I've taken people like a you know a Jester King or a Wilderness, and you know they're like I don't like beer, and I'm like hey try this, and they're like eh, it's okay, it's not bad, and then I give them a kettle sour, they're like holy shit, yeah, yep. this is great. Uh, so if you have a friend that's a wine drinker, um, it's more reds, right? It's, yeah. I think it's more you know it's less sweet and it's you know like a red that's more of that you know, but uh, you'll impress some people by introducing them some some kettle sours. The gateway beer, it is. It is the true gateway beer, yeah, right? For sure. Yeah, people have been, you know, trying to blame it on pilsners and loggers, man, and the sour sneak in the back door, you know? <laughs> <laughs> awesome, buddy. Hey, always fun doing this. Cheers to Kings Beer and Wine. Cheers to my man, Marcus Pina. Cheers, buddy. Thanks for watching, guys. Cheers. Well, I don't remember names, but remember faces. Try their best just to replace this boy. Don't even have...